Hi everyone, it's Sam, NFT Statistics with your Proof Daily NFT Countdown. This is your 51st episode. Thanks to everybody who stopped by for our spaces yesterday. That was a lot of fun to celebrate the 50th episode. But here we go on our way to 100. Lots to talk about today. Going to talk about this Arbitrum drop. Going to talk about Magic Eden doing some cool stuff. A big X copy sale and a whole lot more. Starting off with a quick market overview. Volumes were down just a touch. Still kind of recovering from that huge wrap crypto punk volume that we had a few days ago. Again, market share 78% with Blur. And this chart is painful. I mean, large caps just completely collapsing, really just a lot of weakness uh, in some of the main PFP projects. Huge weakness yesterday in VFriends down 17%, tiny bit of strength in World of Women, but really kind of mostly down here. Mid-cap index down 1.5%, uh, led by Kumpai Pandas rising and Crypto Citizens down 13%. They rose a bunch a couple days ago, and of course, a couple days later, they fall. Now, I want to dig back into VFriends, which we talked about earlier. You can see here, the floor has gone from six at the beginning of the month to about three right now. The bids on Blur are below three, so really some pronounced weakness over a couple of weeks. I wanted to look into the past. Yeah, you know, we saw that 17% move. I wanted to look into the past 24 hours. What was the buyer-seller kind of balance that you had here? And what you can see in this chart is those red lines represent sales and the blue lines represent buys. You had a few small buyers, but you had one person who sold 18 in one go which for this collection is a pretty big amount. Now, what we're constantly seeing, the thing you have to avoid is watching out for huge sellers who just come and dump on the entire market on Blur. You know, Moonbirds had someone who, who dumped 500. We saw Pump, uh, CryptoPunks had someone who, dumped, you know, basically had about 90 that dumped uh, a couple of days ago. Board Ape Yacht Club had 77. These are the moves you really have to watch out for in this space. We just had this morning, one seller dumped 10 Board Ape Yacht Club all in one go. Uh, one thing I wanted to kind of update on is Machi Big Brother. The reason is he was the one who got stuck buying so many crypto punks just a few days ago. You can see where it really rose there. Since then, Machi Big Brother has actually been accumulating more and more crypto punks. I think a lot of times, you know, when someone gets stuffed with a huge position, they want to keep bidding, keep showing some strength in the collection to not show their weakness as a holder. Also, in Machi's case, I think he wants to keep getting more and more airdrop points uh, with, 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 with crypto punks as the single highest volume collection on Blur, which is where the most airdrop points can be earned. But his position, even though he sold 20 yesterday, he's still well above 100. So kind of a precarious setup there. Uh, here you can see his PL, that red line. You can see that he's down about 250 ETH on CryptoPunks in just the past week, but he's still long 106, most of which he bought at a much higher price. Now, one other thing I wanted to look at is where else are we seeing farmer or airdrop farmers accumulate big positions? You know, the biggest one here, is, this is Machi Big Brother, who's still up, who's still bought about more than 7,000 ETH of CryptoPunks, which he is holding. The second is a wallet that has bought about 2,300 ETH of Azuki. Uh, this wallet is sitting there with 175 that he's accumulated through airdrop farming over the past week or so. So there's a little bit of a, of a strange situation there. You have someone who's accumulated a ton of other sides. So this is one of those things I just want to keep an eye on is when are when is their collection at risk of having a big seller who dumps on who dumps on the bidders moving on to art projects uh four projects did more than 10 ETH of volume a few big sales or, or reasonably big sales which i will show you in a second looking at those here a, a fuzzy squiggle sold for 12 ETH. this is a very low price for a fuzzy uh the lowest price that we've had for this trade in about eight months uh, so really starting to see some people who are taking the ETH bids when they can get them. Here you have an art archetype, which sold for 10.4 ETH. Again, the floor for archetypes was over 20 quite recently. 
Uh, so really seeing people try to get liquidity where they can there. Lower left is a protoglyph, which is the Larva Labs uh, Grail. That was part of Grails in season one. You can see that one's for 11.7 ETH. One did sell for single digits a couple days ago. So nice to see a little bit of a bounce back here. And then here we have a subscape at the lower right, which sold for nine ETH. That's a really cool kind of colorful subscape, but it's still uh, you know, traded around the floor. So the floor for subscapes is around 8.9 ETH. So that was not below the floor like some of these other sales have been. Uh, and one other project to mention, Max Payne and Friends by Xcopy. Saw a huge rally, went from 0.8 ETH to about 1.1 ETH yesterday on a ton of volume. What happened there? Uh, Xcopy tweeted yesterday. He tweeted Friday's forecast, 99.99% pain. You know, maybe you'll know this by the time we see this video, but some people are expecting a bit of maybe a burn from him. This is about the one year anniversary for this project. So people expecting some news there and saw some people buy this project ahead of that. Uh, second story to talk about, Arbitrum to the rescue, question mark. As we all know, on March 16th, Arbitrum announced that they are going to be launching a governance token that is hitting wallets today. People can claim their Arbitrum today. A little bit of background on Arbitrum. It is the leading L2 scaling solution for Ethereum. It can process 40,000 transactions in a second versus just 14 for Ethereum, much lower gas, etc. cetera. Uh, there's about $2 billion worth of cryptocurrency currently locked in Arbitrum. 30% uh, of that is on SushiSwap. Uh, and today they are dropping 1.275 billion tokens uh, out of a total of 10 billion token supply, majority of it going to the community. Uh, I believe that all of this drop is actually going to the community. And currently the price is $1.33, which means the market cap is $1.7 billion uh, that, that's being dropped right now today to crypto participants. In terms of what's been dropped so far and what's actually been claimed, you can see there's about $1.4 billion that has been claimed. Now, one of the questions is, where is this all going? And I think that's hard to tell. I would love to like dig into where these wallets are, what NFTs they own, because this is an NFT show. That's what we care about. But I didn't have time to do that today. We'll try to do that in the future. But looking here into kind of the size of the allocations, almost all the allocations are less than 10,000 ARP. The maximum you can get is basically 10,000. So you're not going to see anybody who's getting more than like eight or nine, eight or nine ETH uh, of ARP, which is which is similar, which is very different, very different from what we saw with Blur, where there were a few participants who got over a million dollars. So it's in much smaller sizes. I did do a survey to see how many of my followers are actually getting the airdrop. About half were not. 37% they were getting below 10,000 ARB. And then something like 12% said they were getting more than 10,000. And given that's the limit, we, I think there are two options here. Either people have a ton of different wallets or people are not honest with me on these surveys. One of those two is true. Either way, there are a fair number of people in this community who I do believe are getting money. The question is just, are they getting enough that they can actually use that towards some of the Grail NFTs? And if they will, like, what are they going to push it towards? Till now, we have not seen floor prices go up on the back of people receiving this. Magic is one of the ecosystems within Arbitrum that one would think would be a beneficiary. You can see that when this news was announced, uh, the price rallied about 33% over a few days. But then since the weekend, we've actually seen this kind of the, the price of magic go down. So it's been a little bit of a buy the rumor, sell the news story when it comes to Arbitrum assets. We'll see how this plays out. Hopefully some of that money can come into our ecosystem. We need the help. We need the money right now. Things have been weak. So that would be very nice to see. Third story to talk about, Magic Eden making moves. Two big announcements in two days for Magic Eden. The first is that they're launching on Bitcoin. Uh, you can see they had this announcement on Twitter yesterday. This is what it looks like. I think with D-Gods moving to Bitcoin, this is just a great opportunity. You know, the vast majority of D-Gods are traded on, uh, on Magic Eden. So being able to capture that, I think, is really 
is very timely for them to do a little bit about their offering. It is a permissionless, non-custodial secondary market. They are open sourcing their signing library. What's unique here is that Magic Eden is allowing people to trade with Bitcoin wallets using Bitcoin. And the library that makes that possible, they have open sourced. Uh, there's no royalty support, which is the decision they made. But again, what's different from ordinals.market or people are trading on Emblem Vault and OpenSea is that these purchases actually are in Bitcoin. In terms of the volume over the past 24 hours, there's been about 3.3 ETH of D-Gods that have traded. So that's, you know, it's, it's not nothing. That, that That's a, a fair bit, you know, about $100,000 $100, of volume uh, from BTC D-Gods uh, on this platform. Now, again, what makes this different? Ordinals.market is probably the biggest marketplace. And this is, it looks very similar, but this is actually a different marketplace. I'm showing you here. This is probably the biggest marketplace that is devoted to ordinals. And the difference is ordinals.market, you actually trade in Ethereum. Uh, so you can see here, they say, we verify Ethereum vaults containing ordinals to enable safe and efficient NFT trading. So if that's easier for you, if you want to buy ordinals using ETH, uh, using kind of an ecosystem you're a bit more familiar with, ordinals.market is a place you can do it. You can do it on Emblem Vault on OpenSea, but the Magic Eden offering, offering is unique in that the trades are in BTC. In terms of how is the impact here on overall volumes, you can see this uh, bright pink uh, is Magic Eden. You can see we've seen a bit of a upturn in volumes. I think that's more about the D-Gods BTC trading than it is about Magic Eden, but Magic Eden uh, on the 22nd yesterday had more than half of the overall volume. So uh, serious market share there. Here's a chart that just looks at kind of market share as a whole. And you can see that pink line uh, ha has really filtered into to ordinals.market, which until now has had the most of the ordinal market share. I just love the hustle we're seeing here for Magic Eden team. They said they decided to do this one month ago. Uh, they decided to do this one month ago. Uh, they got a, a house, they got an Airbnb, brought a bunch of engineers. They saw the opportunity. They knew they wanted to do it and they just went after it. So love to see that hustle. I think that's what like good teams are doing right now. The second product that they launched to talk about is a gaming platform. Uh, you can see here is the tweet that they wrote about it. Want gaming content, want cross-chain game. They want leaderboard for games across different chains where you can look at volume, holders, assets, social following, stuff like that different category filters and 10, and they also have 10 launch partners that they launched with. Here is a picture of the a screenshot of the leaderboard. And then here is a, is a page for, for one of the projects called Hunters on Chain. Every game has its own page. I think that really what this is, is just kind of a, a kind of a gallery marketplace type of viewing environment that just is optimized and caters towards games. So sort of similar to what they had, but just a platform where you can go where it's only games and unique features that really specify what's going on with the games. I think that's really what they tried to go after here. Good to see Magic Eden kind of putting this hustle in. I think it's hard for them right now, you know, so much of, you know, with D-Gods potentially leaving Solana, uh, you know, royalties, fees gone down, just constantly trying to figure out how they can survive and find interesting businesses to be a part of. Last thing to talk about, three quick notable sales. The first is a hoodie CryptoPunk, which sold for 210 ETH. I've talked about this before. Hoodie CryptoPunks are not rare. There are 260 of them. It's actually not that rare of a trade within the CryptoPunks ecosystem, but it still is one of the most grail traits, you know, much more, much more grail than a lot of the rare traits, simply because it has this culture around it where this is a trait that everybody wants to own. So 210, you know, versus a floor of 60, about three and a half times that. You can see the most recent hoodie sales. This was actually on the low end. We've recently had sales ranging from 220 to 295 ETH. So seeing this a little bit below that shows that this market has a little bit of weakness. Not too surprising, uh, the punks market has been weak, but also grails in general have been weak. People are not pre paying premiums for rare NFTs right now. That's kind of part of the blur effect that we've really kind of see, 
uh, I don't know, kind of spread into other collections. Next sale to talk about this piece by Xcopy called, and how does that make you feel? Sold for 355 ETH. And you know, this is a one of one. This was on the secondary market. One of ones recently for Xcopy have kind of been in that low 200s range. This was definitely a high sale for an Xcopy one of one based on recent prices. Who was the seller? None other than Proofs, very own Kevin Rose. And he sold it to Curated. And I think, you know, I said yesterday that if you see a, a board ape or another deed selling for over 150 ETH, you can pretty much bet that it's nobody.eth doing the buying. I think when it comes to art right now, you can pretty much bet that it's curated doing the buying. Not always. You know, I don't think it's quite as much of they're the only player. They really are putting in a lot of buys on really interesting NFTs right now. In terms of this piece, wanted to do a quick history of sales. It sold originally by Xcobby in November 2018 for 0.6 ETH. Then it was bought by Kevin in August of 2021 peak bull market for 300 ETH and he was still able to get 55 more ETH on the sale a year and a half later. So nice to see that. Um, you know, I think in US dollars, you're actually down a fair bit, but in ETH terms, still nice to see that he's up 55 ETH versus when he bought it. Last sale to talk about this piece called The Jungle Within by Nicolina Petolas sold for three ETH, a little bit on the lower end of the stuff I highlight, but there haven't been a ton of super rare, rare sales. And I thought this work was really cool. So wanted to highlight it. Uh, you can see this whole God, this artist just has a real kind of magical feel to so much of what she does. Yeah, you know, her website, this is from her website here, really kind of a storytelling vibe there. Made me think of my kids. I think the art's pretty cool. Here's a little bit about the artist. She says she's inspired by nature, societal observation, and the world of fantasy. She's Croatian, and she opens the door to secret places where memories, desires, and subconscious converge, existing between real life and imagination. You can see it in all these images. Just super cool. Here are some of her prior sales. A lot of them really in this two to four ETH range. So similar to this three ETH sale she had today, uh, but then also had one 14.80 sale on OpenSea. So one sale in the past, well above where the other sales have been, but still congratulations to her. Cool to see these sales holding that three ETH price range. That's all from me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, like it below, give us a comment, tell us what you think, subscribe to the channel, and we'll be back tomorrow and every weekday with another show. Have a great day.